What do we do with our anger? See, all of us, all of us have the emotion, the feeling of anger. Some of us, I mean, we all have different personality types. Some of us in our temperaments, uh, some of us can feel that anger and express that anger uh, more readily than others. And some of us, when we feel the anger, uh, perhaps we're not as used to it or a bit more afraid of it. And so we don't really, we kind of push it away. Well, fact of the matter is, uh, however, wherever we fall in the spectrum, since we all have anger, anger all falls within God's plan and design. And so there is a Christian way. There is uh, the way in which we're supposed to use our anger. And so how is, what is that Christian way? Well, first, a little context. So anger in itself, everything that God made, everything that God makes, all creation is made good. And so the anger, the emotion itself that we feel is made by God. So it is good. But now how we use it has to fall within its purpose, has to fall within God's plan and design for it. And so anger is, comes within us, it's a response to a perceived injustice. Anger comes when we perceive an injustice at play. And so anger is meant to move our wills. Uh, anger is meant to help us recognize injustice has occurred. And so anger is directed against the injustice. It's directed against any vice, temptation, against evil. That's why a lot of desert fathers, these spiritual masters who, uh, who went to the desert to pray, learned a lot about the tactics of the evil one and mastered a lot of the principles of the spiritual life. That's why they discern that our anger, that passion, that feeling of anger, is meant to be directed to the demons. Our anger is meant to be directed at the demons and any temptations they give our way. And so as we do that, then what we do after we direct the anger towards the demons, we look at what caused that anger, that situation, that person, and we begin to discern with the Lord what action to take. Because again, anger is meant to show us and then perceive injustice that's taken place. So as we direct that feeling, that passion of anger towards the demons, we pray with the Lord and discern, Lord, do you want me to say something right now? Lord, should I give a correction right now at this person? Or maybe later or when? So we discern with the Lord what action to take to remedy the injustice, or to fight against the evil. And as we always discern with the Lord, the proper response always is to pray to pray for the person, to pray for the situation or event, that God's justice be restored, the order be restored. But we always pray, pray for the person and bless them. And so that's the proper context of our anger. So some of us who are not used to anger, we can let that anger kind of move our, our wills to take some action. And most of us who have a lot of anger, we can kind of try to temper it and use it and direct it towards the demon and take a proper response of the Lord's discernment. Now I mention all that because in the readings today, uh, Paul, St. Paul, the Word of God, uh, admonishes us and helps, uh, warns us against the improper use of anger. When the anger does not fall within God's plan for its purpose. When it is unbridled, both internally and externally, and expressed, and it's not aimed at the, so much at the remedy of, of evil and injustice, but rather wishing evil upon the other. 
or it's just not as tempered. And so we hear that because St. Paul, because the word of God is teaching us how to use our anger and how to use it in, as Christian brothers and sisters, as children of God. And so let's take a look at what Paul is saying to us in the second reading. So St. Paul says, Brothers and sisters, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Immediately, he's letting us know that this, this proper conduct he's about to mention, grieves the Holy Spirit of God. It offends our Lord. And what is it? He says, all bitterness, fury, anger, shouting, and reviling must be removed from you along with all malice. See, this is the improper use of our anger. All bitterness, fury, all anger, shouting and reviling. And anger here, the unbridled anger, the anger of the, the mood, uh, anger, shouting, reviling, must be removed from you along with all malice. And so if we see in our conduct, if we see as we recognize injustice that this is in our hearts, we see it in others, we must, uh, we must uh, well, one, kind of step away and try to remove it from our hearts. Ask the Lord to remove it from our hearts. And instead what we do is we be kind to one another, as St. Paul continues. The word of God continues, says, and be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another as God has forgiven you in Christ. See, this is our conduct. How are we supposed to respond? How are we supposed to interact with our brothers and sisters? Now, some of us may hear this and may think, well, this means that I have to be a doormat, or this means that I can't really do anything, or I'm just going to be soft and I can't take any action. That's not the case. Again, when we have that feeling of anger, that perceived injustice, we direct it with the demons, but we do take action. We discern with the Lord what action to take. We discern with Him. And always it's going to be prayer. And so when we do, as if we're, maybe if we're a parent or a superior in the job or work, yes, it's our duty to make a correction when we see it and we see a perceived injustice. But St. Paul is telling us that we do it, we give the hard word, we give the correction, we do, we take action with kindness for one another, with compassion and with forgiveness in our hearts, with forgiving one another as God has forgiven all of us. Because when we do so in that way, it makes sure that as we're acting, we're doing so with a person's good in mind. We're making that correction, giving the hard word, we're acting to remedy injustice because we're doing so out of love for God, out of love for the person and for their good. And so that's the conduct we take. But St. Paul also gives us another way, there's another way in which we can find out, are we really acting as Christian brothers and sisters? Are we really acting as God's children? And this is important for us, it's important for us to look at that question because God says, because God says in his word, be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love. We're all called to make sure our anger falls within the purpose of God's design. We're all called to act as brothers and sisters because that is our calling. We're called to be imitators of God, but more than that, because we are his beloved children. We're his children by our baptism where we're given a share in his divine nature. 
and that divine nature is love. So we live in love. And but how do we know then? What's a good test? What's a good way to see in which our anger is falling within God's design? What's a good way to see in which we're acting still as brothers, beloved brothers and sisters of our Lord? Well, it's, it's, it's hinted here. The word of God, St. Paul continues, and live in love as Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering to God for a fragrant aroma. Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering. We know we are acting as brothers and sisters. We know we have the love of God in our hearts. If we're able and willing and do offer sacrifice and pray and bless for those whom we have anger towards, for the injustices and evil we see. We know we're acting as beloved children of God if we act as Christ did. Because God's response, Christ's response to the greatest of injustices, to the greatest of evils, to sin itself, to death, and God destroyed the kingdom of Satan and sin by offering his life for us. He destroyed it with his death on the cross. It was his act of loving obedience to the Father that had so much power to destroy what was evil and sinful in the world, in our hearts, to destroy the kingdom of Satan. And so for us, that's the invitation for all of us, is that as we look at the injustices of the world, look at our sin, and we look at the sin of the world, whatever we see, the question we have to ask as we engage to do action against it, the question we have to ask ourselves, are you willing and able to offer sacrifice and to bless those who have caused an injustice to you or the unjust, causing injustice in the world? Are you able to offer sacrifice and pray for them? To bless them and say, Lord, I wish for you to reveal your love to them. I wish for them to be converted. I wish for them to know, to be aware of any wrong they're doing so that they may be saved and live. Are you able and willing to offer sacrifice and bless? Because if you are, then that's how you know that you are out, you're acting as children of God. If you are not, then that's the invitation for us to begin to repent. That's the invitation to us to turn and to remove any bitterness, any fury, anger, or reviling, any malice from our hearts, and to take on the love of God, that kindness, that forgiveness, that is so willing to offer that sacrifice and pray for the good of others. And so as we look out, as we look into our own lives, into our own families, our relationships, we look out into the world, we see any, anything that causes anger within us, see any injustices. We look out in the news, we look out in the articles and, the bull, and everywhere. Just pay attention. Pay attention to the response and make sure that our response is one of a Christian response. And uh, as we look at uh, any articles, we look at some things, maybe some of us are also aware that in some articles it can talk about some of the things that uh, perhaps have gone wrong in the church. Or perhaps we see some people having concerns. And perhaps also as we look in just any, anything that we look online or in the media, perhaps some of us are aware of uh, Pope Francis and his motto proprio. And don't misunderstand, I'm not taking a position. But just pay attention to the responses 
And pay attention to your response, perhaps. You, all your responses to the injustices that we see, or any perceived injustice, any concern, anything. And just be aware and ask yourself, one, am I confusing any zeal for the Lord and any, uh, any zeal for gospel truth or concerns? Am I confusing that for bitterness, fury or anger or reviling and malice? Ask yourself that. If that's the case, then remove it with the grace of God. And then ask yourself again, am I willing to offer sacrifice and pray and offer blessing? That's an invitation all of us have. Because we're all invited into that very power of the sacrifice of Christ. We're all invited and we have that ability, sharing the divine nature, to really work against the kingdom of Satan, of evil and all injustice we face in the world by offering the greatest and most powerful of methods of prayer. Offering that sacrifice, of praying for them and blessing. Because if we're able to do that, then we know we have the love of God in our hearts. And we know that in our anger, we are acting as his beloved children and living in love.